Many course creators make the mistake of not having systems inside their business or their course. Most times when someone doesn't have systems in their business, they don't have systems in their course. And having systems and processes in place as a course creator is incredibly important so that you have a better student experience. So stay tuned as we talk about the three processes you must have as a course creator. Being an effective course creator doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about choosing the right techniques, mastering a few key strategies, and teaching your content effectively. Welcome to the She's Building a Dream podcast. With thousands of listeners, it's the go-to podcast for course creators dedicated to helping you make your online course more effective and efficient. I'm your host, Kristen Moss. I've been an entrepreneur for over eight years, but before that, I was a teacher with a master's degree for 10. I'll show you my framework for transforming your online course into a course that actually gets your students' results which will showcase you as the expert you are, bring in more student testimonials, more referrals, and ultimately more sales. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. Some course creators make the mistake of thinking that when they create a course, they sell the course and students go in their course, they will consume it every day and they will consume every single minute of their entire course. They will go through 100% of it. But that can't be further from the truth. So as a course creator, we need to be smart about having processes in place so that our students can be successful in our course. We want them to be so successful that they get results. And in order to do that, we have to have certain processes in place. There are three main processes that you need to have in your course as a course creator. So the first one is onboarding. We need to make sure that we give our students such a great experience that they want to keep going through our course, that they know that they are valid, that they are valued, that they are cared for, that they are supported. And quite honestly, it's actually cheaper to keep a customer and have them renew into your course or renew into other offers, depending on what your offers look like, than it is to gain a new one. So we want to give them the best experience possible. In order to do that, we have to do a few things to help them get off started on the right foot. And there are some things that I have found that work the best when it comes to your course. One of them is making sure that you email them weekly. You email them telling them what they should be doing every week. Now, that's not to say they will necessarily follow it to a T, but they will at least know that and be reminded that they need to keep going through the content and they need to be reminded about where they should be. Along with that, when you have a roadmap or checklist in place, they can see what they need to be doing right now, what they need to be doing when, and then they can figure out the process all along the way. But in order to do that, you have to set that up automated so that the minute someone buys your course, you have an automation set up so that they are entered into that email sequence. Then when they get in that email sequence, we want them to get an email every single week, reminding them why they're here, reminding them why they purchased the course, and reminding them what their action steps are. This is an important task for you, for your students. Another thing you can do is have a welcome guide. How can you guide them into knowing that they're in the right place? What does the structure look like? What does it look like when they log into the course? Where are they going to find support? Where do they go for help? 
What does that look like? Having that guide when you welcome them in the course can help them to get started on the right foot. The other thing you can do is include a tour of your course portal because course portals can be different. All course portals can be different. And I, as an experienced course creator, have been very lost inside some people's course portals before. And we don't want that to happen to your students because when people get lost, when they don't have direction, when they can't figure out where they need to go or what they need to be doing, guess what? They do nothing. And that's the last thing you want your students to do. You want them to get results, so you want them to go through your course. Not to mention all the time and energy you spent in creating this great experience, you want them to get results. So we have to make sure that we can show them where to find the correct information. Now, once your students are inside your course, once we got all the onboarding information underway, we gave them a tour, we gave them a welcome guide, we showed them where to access everything they needed, and we have them on the right foot, they've logged into the course already, and they're excited and ready to continue going. We need to keep that. We need to keep that excitement. We need to keep that engagement. And many times, this is when things start to fall apart. So a couple of things that you can do is to host a community. Have a community somewhere where your students can gather and can share successes, can look for support, and they can actually lean on each other as well. A lot of times this looks like a Facebook group. You can support each other in a Facebook group. The nice thing is when you start to build that community, your students help each other. And the focus is less on you and more on your students. And they start to help each other and encourage each other, check on each other, and things like that. One of the things that we are implementing this year in the Effective Course Creator Program is offering some mini workshops, some mini trainings, and offering challenges. When you have extra content in your course, you want to engage your students back into the course You have to just be really careful because you don't want to put more on their plate. You want to have these mini workshops or mini trainings or challenges actually add to the content they're already watching inside the course. So you don't want to add something to it. You want to enhance it. And when you do that, it helps to create that buzz again as into why they they joined your course in the first place when you first launched. It's because they were excited. They most likely came from a webinar or a workshop or a training or something that got them in the door. Now, how can we keep them in the door? By offering that excitement again. This is something that we are implementing and really trying to look at this year because we want to make sure that we are giving them a really good experience. Another thing to be thinking about is surprising and delighting your students. How can you surprise them? Maybe it's an onboarding package. Maybe you send them a cute little gift in the mail. Maybe you send them a coffee cup or a notebook or just a thank you note with a gift card, something that encourages them. Now, of course, you have to look at the price of your course. And from a revenue and profit margin standpoint, we have to make sure that we're not just giving our students everything that we're earning. So we have to be careful. But there are different companies out there that will help you to send out little swag things. I've heard of one called Swag Up recently, and that looked pretty cool. But you have to make sure that it's actually matching up with your brand, your students, the cost, all those things have to add up. So if it's too overwhelming, too much, just a simple thank you card in the mail can go a long way, especially when you send it out about a month after they enroll, because that is when people start to fall back. So that just kind of helps re-energize them again. 
Another thing that might be a good idea for you, depending on where you are at in your business, is to hire someone to help on the customer success side, because that is a lifeline of your business. Your customers are your lifeline. So we need someone to be able to be on top of your students at all times. Many times this looks like somebody that's already answering your support emails, but they can also be supporting your students in the course. That's how it works for me. So your customer success team could be checking on the people in the group. That means this person's primary role is to make sure they are attending calls, that they are booking calls with you if they have calls with you in the program, depending on your offer. And if your course is too big for that individualized attention, you can just make sure that people sign in to group calls when they do Zoom. So you can change the setting in Zoom to make sure people are signing in with their name and email. That way, you know who is attending and you can keep a pulse on how many people are attending your coaching calls or your Q&A calls or the things that you are offering to your students, how many people are attending. And then you can think about how can we increase that? How can we re-engage them? In our business, sometimes that means our team member is sending out an email to a student to say, hey, we haven't heard from you in a while. How are you doing? Just simply touching base again with people. Because again, it costs more to get a new customer than it does to keep your current customer. So when you have people renewing with you or purchasing your higher tier program or purchasing something else from you, you know that you are nailing it, that you are actually giving them a really good experience, that they are enjoying your course. And ultimately, that's what we want them to do because that means that they're getting results or they are going to get results because they are more engaged. And the last strategy or the last process you need is an offboarding process. When someone is done in your course, so if you have lifetime access to your course, this makes it a little bit harder. So you can re-engage them maybe after six months of being in your course or something like that. So once someone is done in your program or your course, you want to make sure that you send a survey for feedback. Sometimes it can be hard to ask for feedback because it's a little scary to know what they're going to say, but you want to get their feedback. That will help you in many ways. There's been times in my business I've been afraid to ask for feedback, thinking that it was going to be something negative and I found it to be kind of intimidating and a little bit scary. But actually what I found is that it was positive, that people were giving me good feedback and it actually helped me to keep driving forward, to keep moving forward. And the last thing you need to make sure, this is something we just recently had to make sure of, is in your offboarding process, make sure the automations are removed. So if you are really saying they only have 12 months access or six months access, make sure you remove them. Make sure you are a person that actually sticks to their word because nobody likes people that are wishy-washy and don't stick to their word. First of all, if you have renewals in your program, it's not fair to the people that did pay to renew to be in the program, and then the other people are still getting all of the content. It just doesn't make sense. It's just not fair. So make sure that you have that as well. That is something we had to recently make sure of ourselves. These three processes will help you to give a better customer experience for your students. We need an onboarding process, an engagement process, and an offboarding process in order to make sure that you are being successful as a course creator and actually engaging and encouraging your students to finish your course. If this was helpful at all, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram at She's Building a Dream. Take me in the post or send me a DM over there and let me know what you thought of this episode.